Are you looking for ways to save money on your trip to Alaska? Or even curious what the cheapest way is to visit Alaska? That's what I'm talking about today. Welcome to the Alaska Uncovered podcast with me, your host, Jenny Twing Flaming. I bring you accurate, helpful, and entertaining information about Alaska travel and life in Alaska. Today, I'm sharing my top tips for saving money on your trip to Alaska, including the question that my website traffic says is a really popular question. What is the cheapest way to visit Alaska? As you are listening to this episode, as it's going live, it is in the United States, just about Black Friday. And Black Friday, uh, for those of you who don't live in the United States or maybe have been living off-grid for the last 25 years, um, is a big shopping holiday in the U.S. Um, The name comes from a few different places, but basically this is a time of year that people are looking for deals. And so it seems like a really good time to have an episode about the best ways to save money on your trip to Alaska. So Before we go any further, I want to just let you know right out of the gate that there are not very many Black Friday deals for Alaska. There are a couple of tour companies that sometimes offer a deal for like Thanksgiving, U.S. Thanksgiving weekend um, for, you know, a two for one or a discount, something like that. Um, But that is not common in the Alaska travel industry. And with cruises, My experience has been that for Alaska cruises, you're typically, there really aren't deals except for the time of year that you go, which we'll talk about more in a minute. But um, there are some great Black Friday deals on travel in general, but for Alaska, it's pretty limited. So if you don't want to listen to this whole episode and you just want to get my top tip for this... It is to get the Alaska Tour Saver. And the Alaska Tour Saver is a coupon book that you can get in book form or app form. And the link is in the show notes to get it. We've talked about it before. Um, We talked about it in um, episode nine when Scott McMurrin was on the podcast. He is the person who puts the Alaska Tour Saver together. And it is a good way. It's kind of the only way. There's another coupon book that's more Anchorage focused. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it has more restaurants and things like that. But the Alaska Tour Saver is really a fantastic way to get two for one tickets on a lot of attractions. And there's also a coupon for um, Alaska Airlines. It's a really good deal. And I'll put the link in the show notes Um, November is when the new one comes out. So this is really good timing to check that out if you're planning a trip in 2024. Okay. So beyond that, what are some other tips that I have? So before we go any further, I want to mention kind of why Alaska is such an expensive destination. Because whether it's me helping my clients plan their amazing trips to Alaska or whether I'm working as a tour director, People often are like, why is our thing so expensive? Like when I'm in Denali with tour groups, I let them know that hot dogs are going to be $15, which is a lot of money for a hot dog. 
So when I say expensive, that's what I mean. Um, So there's kind of three primary reasons why Alaska is really expensive and then an additional one that comes into play in certain places. So the first one is that there's very high demand for Alaska travel. As you've probably noticed, if you're planning a trip, things book up very early. There are limited hotel rooms, limited rental cars. The market will support a very high price because there is very high demand. And that is the biggest reason why it's expensive. But there's a couple other things as well. Many areas of Alaska are quite remote. And even in places like Anchorage and Fairbanks and Juneau, most fresh food, well, most food in general is brought in by airplane or barge. Um, That makes it very expensive to get food. Um, In more remote areas of rural Alaska, there are even less ways of getting things back and forth and it costs more. So that is um, a second reason. The third one is that there's a very short season for the tour season. So if you're a tour operator that only operates in the summer, which is the majority, um, then you've only got, or you're a hotel, like all the Denali hotels are only open from mid-May to mid-September, which is just four months. So you have to earn all your operating revenue for a year in that four-month time, and you still have costs when that property is closed. So uh, not many, but they're definitely there. And an additional reason I mentioned there was a fourth that was a bit of a factor to you is um, staff and employees. So often, this isn't true everywhere, but in many places, uh, if you are hiring employees, you also need to provide them with housing and in some cases also food and transportation. So that makes it expensive to operate as well. So those are some of the reasons, and I think that is important to share um, before we get into some of these tips, is that there really isn't a way to make Alaska cheap. It's an expensive destination, but there are ways to save a lot of money. And so that is what I'm going to talk about today. The main, not the main, but a big question that I get from a lot of potential visitors from a lot of my clients. And Google tells me that this is a question that people often ask right on Google, right before finding my website, um, is what is the cheapest way to visit Alaska? So I want to give you an answer to that question. So the cheapest way to visit Alaska is to fly to a city that has competition for flights. So where there is more than one airline flying there, which is Anchorage, for sure, Fairbanks, usually, and possibly Juneau, or maybe even Sitka or Ketchikan. Um, It kind of depends on the year and what's going on. But that's something to look for, because when there's more than one airline flying to a city, that makes it less expensive than places in Alaska that are only served by Alaska Airlines. So that is just a reality um, that is important to be aware of. Flying to Alaska is still expensive, but if you fly and use as your base camp one of those cities that has more than one airline, that will help uh, with the cost. Another thing, so in addition to flying to one of those cities, 
um, you can consider renting a car on Turo. And I hesitate a little bit to mention this. I have only had amazing experiences with Turo. I have not had a bad experience. But I do know people who have had, say, a flat tire or a minor breakdown that then resulted in them having to pay for a tow and not getting reimbursed. So I think it's a buyer beware kind of situation. It's a good option, but you need to really read the fine print. You need to understand your own insurance and you really want to have um, travel insurance as well to cover any surprise costs. Um, And then, so we've got fly, cheapest way to do it, fly into a city like Anchorage, Fairbanks, or Juneau, get a car on Turo, and then tent camp. And if you're like, no way am I tent camping, that's cool. But I'm just telling you that that is a way to spend zero to $30 a night instead of five or $600 a night. So it's a big difference in cost. So I feel like I have to mention that as an option. If you don't want to tent camp, but you would be game for trying an outhouse, then that can be a nice middle ground where you're kind of like glamping, but you have an outhouse. Um, You can rent public use cabins all across Alaska uh, that are that way. And also in the Fairbanks area, there are lots of dry cabins available on Airbnb. And in episode 33, we talked about this in depth. So if you're interested in exploring that option, um, go back and listen to that episode from a few a couple of weeks ago. And just again, for comparison there, you're talking about, you know, 50 to $100 a night instead of five or 600. So it's worth taking a look at if you are a budget budget conscious traveler. Um, there are some places, by the way, that tent camping is free in Alaska. Glacier Bay National Park um, has free tent camping and Wrangell St. Elias does also in some others. So um, in yeah, so it's an it's an option. Consider it if you're experiencing some sticker shock. Overall, um, what's really important for saving money in a if you're if you're like not working for the cheapest way, but you just want to save some money, that's what we'll talk about for the rest of this episode. Definitely prioritize. So the less different places you go to, that is going to cost less. You could, for example, stay in a Airbnb or Verbo that gives you a weekly discount. Um, you also will save money on any kind of transportation and tours. And I don't want you to think for a moment that just by picking one base camp and staying in the same place, you're going to be missing out. Sure, there will be things in Alaska that you won't see, but that's going to be true no matter what. You could stay in a vacation rental in Anchorage or Fairbanks or almost anywhere else for a week and see all kinds of amazing things. So, yes, there may be some trade offs, but that is a really good place to save some money is going to less different places once you are in Alaska. Another thing along these lines is um, national parks are mostly have free things to do. In Denali, there is the bus tour or the transit bus um, that that costs money. But for the most part, um, 
lots of things in the parks are free. Um, hiking is free. Uh, the dog sled dem demonstration in Denali is free. Ranger programs in the other parks, which vary based on the day and the park and all kinds of things, are free. Um, so tours into the park will still cost money, but um, both national parks and Alaska state parks are great places to do a lot of things for free. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back from that break, we are, I will share with you some additional specific tips for saving money on your trip to Alaska. Hi, this is Jenny, and I am really excited to tell you about my brand new Alaska Adventure planner and workbook. It's super cool. I've had a planner before, but this one is really awesome because it is a beautiful, customizable Google Sheet that you get and you can do all the things you need to do to plan your Alaska trip and keep it all in one place. And you can share it with your Alaska travel companions, and it includes everything from what order to do things in to worksheets to keep track of everything. And it is really an awesome tool. And I base this tool based on what I use to plan trips for my travel planning clients. And that is based on what I use to plan trips for myself. So this is a tool that has been a long time in development. And I am really excited to share it with you. If you want to pick it up, you can head to ordinary-adventures.com slash Alaska-adventure-planner. So once again, that's on my website at ordinary-adventures.com slash Alaska-adventure-planner. And you can check it all out. I'll also put a link to it in the show notes. Enjoy. And we're back. And I have, for wrapping up this episode about uh, saving money while traveling in Alaska, I have seven tips that I want to share with you beyond the ones we already mentioned. So the big picture ones I already mentioned were get the Alaska Tour Saver app. Um, it costs $99, I believe. It's right about $100. And you can save hundreds or thousands with it, especially if you plan your trip around the things that have coupons in the book. Um, number two, um, we talked about the very cheapest way to do it, which would be to fly to a city with competition, get a car on Turo, buyer beware about that one, and tent camp or rent a public use cabin or a dry cabin. Um, those are some big picture ones along with prioritizing and really considering national park visits. So those are big picture ones. And now I'm going to share seven more detailed specific tips that almost anyone can use to save at least some money on their Alaska trip. All right. Number one, if you are taking a cruise, and by the way, I will tell you that a cruise is an excellent value for a trip to Alaska, especially if you're the kind of person who likes to go to a lot of different places um, that don't sleep on that one. But specifically, if you're doing a cruise, doing it in May or early June, those months or those times have lower prices. Um, it's still expensive. It's not, it's still not cheap, but it's definitely less. 
than the end of June, July, and August, especially the first half of August. There are also less expensive cruises at the end of September and in October. I don't really recommend doing a cruise during that time just because the winds and the weather can be pretty intense. But if you're not concerned about that, if you're if you're like just going to have an experience and you're not too concerned about things like weather or what the seas are doing um, as far as the sea state or seasickness, and you're not too concerned with doing a lot of tours, then go for it. You'll also save a ton of money there. But there are more trade-offs that aren't there in May or early June. Number two, um, buy supplies in the largest town you're visiting. So if you are flying into Alaska and you're going to do a road trip with your family, which is a fantastic Alaska adventure, um, when you get your rental car, buy your supplies there. So if that's Anchorage or Fairbanks, uh, which it probably is in this scenario, um, definitely go to the grocery store there. Um, Groceries are more expensive in Alaska than a lot of the lower 48. Uh, but it's going to be less expensive if you go to a big grocery store in a bigger town compared to stopping at a store in a rural area. And that's also true for locals. So for people who live in Alaska, who live in small communities with maybe a very small convenience store or a small grocery store, will often stock up on groceries when they go to a bigger city. Number three, consider becoming a hiker. If you're already a hiker, great, because you can hike all over Alaska for free or very low cost if it's a place that has a fee for the trailhead like Alaska state parks have. Um, National parks in Alaska are free for hiking and there are other hikes and trails as well. So if you already love hiking, um, you're set for saving money because that is a free activity that you could do every day. If you are not a hiker, consider doing some hikes in Alaska. There are plenty you can find that are not hard, you know, that are are flatter, shorter. Um, That's a great way to experience the things that Alaska has to offer and the incredible scenery, um, even without going on a tour. Um, For safety, I would recommend always going in a group um, hiking and or carrying bear spray. Um, That is something you have to think about on hikes in Alaska. And one other thing about hiking is if you're a hiker and you're visiting Denali, definitely consider doing the transit bus instead of the tour bus. The tour is wonderful. However, um, if you want to be able to get off kind of wherever you want and hike around, um, then the transit bus is a really great way to do that. So look into that option. Number four, eat where locals eat. So uh, food for everyone, including Alaskans, is very expensive. Um, Groceries are expensive. Eating in restaurants is expensive. However, some places are more expensive than others. So um, you can ask folks uh, where they recommend. Um, If you take a taxi or an Uber uh, in a town in Alaska, that's a great opportunity to ask someone for local eats. Um, You can also use Google reviews to find um, good spots. And all of my articles about towns in Alaska include a variety of price points for restaurants. But finding places where people who live there are going is a good uh, tip for that. 
Number five, skip fly in anything. Now, there are amazing flight scene tours and fly in hiking, hella hiking, fly in fishing, not fly fishing, but fly in a plane to go fishing. All of those experiences are incredible and they're expensive. So if you are looking to keep your trip easy on your budget, then I'd recommend just saying, we're not going to do flights. Um, You'll save a lot of money that way. And again, they're wonderful, but you can have an amazing experience in Alaska without doing any flight scene or any flight anything except to get there. So definitely consider that if you're looking at your budget. Number six, uh, number six and seven both have to do with tours. So number six is um, if you're looking for an affordable tour, like you want to go on a tour, but you want to keep it less expensive, hiking and kayaking tours are among the most affordable tours and walking tours um, that you can find. So those are a great value. And um, for kayaking tours, they'll provide everything you need for kayaking, you know, paddles and a life jacket and a guide to keep you safe. Um, And it's a great way to get out on the water very affordably. And for hiking guides, I mentioned you can just hike for free. But for some folks, if they are new to hiking or they're I'm concerned about safety or just don't want to worry about where they're going and want someone to let them know, you know, what they need to bring and how to prepare, um, then doing a hiking tour can be a fantastic option also. So I would really encourage you to look at both hiking and kayaking tours as affordable tours. And then finally, tip number seven, do the boat tour instead of the flight tour. So this is kind of related to um, a couple of the other tips, but the boat tour, uh, boat tours are not cheap, right? Anywhere, but they are much less expensive than flight tours. So if you have the option, if you want to get into somewhere different, somewhere away from the highway or the cruise ship or something like that, uh, both boat tours and flight scene tours are an excellent way to do that, but a boat tour is more a more affordable way to do it and usually more time also for less money. So um, definitely give boat tours a good look. They are absolutely wonderful in Alaska. So just to recap all of these tips before we wrap up today's episode, get the Alaska Tour Saver. Um, prioritize, pick a base camp, don't go too many different places, fly into Anchorage, Fairbanks, or Juneau, consider, with a buyer beware, consider getting a car on Turo, which is like Airbnb for cars, and consider camping or staying in a dry cabin. And then my other seven tips were cruise in early season, number one. Number two, buy supplies in the largest town. Number three, go hiking. Number four, eat where locals eat. Number five, skip fly-in stuff. Number six, do a hiking or kayaking tour. And number seven, do a boat tour instead of a flight. And these are all things that I have used myself to save money, whether I was traveling for fun or working. Um, They're all great tips. 
So I hope this gives you what you need to feel more confident that you can make this trip work within your budget. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Alaska Uncovered. If you haven't already, get on my email list to get my free Alaska travel tips every Thursday. The link to sign up is in the show notes. We have new episodes every Wednesday. Bye for now. <laughs>